evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of All Out Necessity. I have here tonight, church, uh, sister, Randy, Hallelujah, hallelujah. Ain't that much church, but how y'all doing tonight? Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Of course, of course. Um, you know I had to do it. I mean, ever since I met you at Cats, it was like connection. Oh, yeah. Hello, she's goofy, I'm goofy. Good. Like, we had to do it. So, um, yeah, let's start off with just kind of family life. How many kids you have? Um, actually, I have three in the home right now. I have one biological son, but um, I also have two stepkids, but they mine. So, okay. three kids all together in the household. Okay. So, you know, they're eating up everything, you know. Of, of it's, course. It's, it's, yeah. How was that during the pandemic? During the pandemic, um, it was it was a little crazy because, you know, we're not used to having them in the home all day long. And uh, I don't know, for some reason, our children are constantly hungry. <laughs> they gave us one set of pandemic food stamps and didn't give us no more. It's kind of like, oh, so who's going to feed the rest <laughs> for the rest of it? <laughs> It's kind of like when a parachute the food out. It's just yes. like, here, there you go. Basically. This is for this month, and yeah. we'll come back. Yeah, but I got two boys. Uh, they're all, you know, 11, 12, and 16. Yeah. And they all play sports. So, yeah, they're constantly that hungry. Metabolism. Hungry and musty. That's what Ooh. we're dealing with. Yes, <laughs> yes. Mm. Little boys. <laughs> yes, and you said three boys? Two. Two and boys a and a girl. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And married? No, I'm not married. Okay, so you might as well say we common law. It's, it's me. I'm afraid of marriage a little bit. That's all. Common law still still is a thing. Yeah, we've been together forever, girl. So you married? I guess. Just without the license. I guess. I mean, you could you could do that because yeah. you know if you know something happens, he you can still get all the stuff. I mean, you got kids, so why why wouldn't you get all the money? Like, yeah. Well, dang, I ain't trying to hold, I'm not trying to make them die already. No, no, we're not trying to make <laughs> them do anything, but stay. You started talking about the death. Oh, like, Jesus. But no, I mean, it may happen down the line, yeah. you know? I mean, I just, you know, in the past when it was presented, I was a little afraid. Why? I don't know. I just, I never was one of those women that, like, you know, there's a lot of women, like, all their life, they just look forward to being married. You know what I mean? Like, especially <laughs> growing up, like in South Carolina, honestly, most yeah. women, you know, especially when I was working corporate America, most of those women were married at like 22, 23, fresh out of college. Mm. They get married. And a lot of times, those women um, and men, by the time they're 33 and 34, now they want to sow their royal oats and be out here in the streets because they done wasted all their 20s, you know, being in love. Wow. When that was the time that you probably should have been Dabble a little bit. I just feel like you're not the same person 10 years. You know, you're not the same woman you were at 22 that you're going to be at 33. So I don't know. Maybe now I'll probably be more down for it because, like, like you said, I'm already doing it. But. So you're settled in yourself now. You pretty much yes. know what you want. I mean, marriage is so permanent. Like, I mean, it's about. <laughs> Clearly, it's not because. I mean, you know? <laughs> yeah, but some people don't take it that serious. Yeah, it on yeah. How you take Absolutely. your vows Absolutely. and your faith, you know, because I mean. It, 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 it's supposed to be permanent. It's supposed to be, right. For better or worse. Rich or poor. Till death do us part. Somebody got to die. <laughs> <laughs> For me to part, somebody got to die. Yeah, um, so I mean, I guess it all depends on how serious you take it. Yeah. But I was a little afraid. You was? I was. Okay, right. so if he see this and he proposed. I'm probably say yeah. Probably. I'm, I'm gonna say yeah. Dang, man, why you You, you gotta have confidence. Like, this here. man is... <laughs> And talk to my mother. I did not know. And I'm just playing. Listen, I ain't never been married, so I don't even know. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to get your The majority of all my friends are married, so marriage is hard. It's not, it's not easy. A I lot of people that. think that it's easy. It's not. You're growing with someone. You feel me? And growing ain't easy. Growing with Life yourself is easy. easy. Exactly. Right. So imagine you doing it with others. Exactly. <laughs> and gotta take care of others. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, and you have kids and stepkids yeah. just one big happy brady family yeah definitely that yeah yeah well that's good that's good i um, love my family i wouldn't i wouldn't know where i would be without them honestly that's good good support system yeah definitely so outside of your children and your soon-to-be husband what we're gonna say or common-law husband <laughs> Um, just as an individual and just going through this pandemic time and now everything's back open and possibly another shutdown, we don't know. 
but how is that like um, in regards to trying to maintain the household and look into the future for, okay, this is what we gotta do for the next level, the next step, because everybody has a plan to grow and have goals. Like how are you looking as an individual comedian, entertainer to be a support and a provision for your family? Basically, I mean, with the pandemic, honestly, uh, at first it was a little trying, especially having kids. And um, because also the pandemic hit right after I quit my job in 12 years and moved out here to do comedy. You know what I mean? And then the pandemic hit and then it was just like a halt. <laughs> so you moved right after the pandemic? Like right before. Right before. Mm -hmm. So you're new to Atlanta. Yeah. I've, well, I've going on two years now. Oh. It'll be two years next month. Yeah, I'm new here. I was already driving here and doing shows doing here so, right. and traveling a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I already was getting my name out here yeah. in the comedy world, but I just knew that this would be a better opportunity for me. But during the pandemic, I basically, for a second, was a little depressed because of the fact that, you know, my work got shut down. I'm not working a regular job. I don't know how long this 401k gonna hold up. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> but basically, I found other avenues to get my comedy out there. I just started getting online and just started pushing online, got on TikTok, ended up going trending on TikTok. I'm at 2.9 million views right now. Yes, ma'am. You know, so, I mean, I just found out different ways. We started doing scavenger hunts with people online, me and Old Squad Funny, my girls, mm -hmm. who we do improv together. You know, we just found ways of doing things online. We even started, we tried to do comedy shows in the garage. You know what I mean? Yes. And just charge people online. Yeah. And you, you were surprised how many people actually wanted to watch. You know, yeah. we made, was able to make a couple dollars off of that. Yeah. And I just never quit. Put it like that because I know, regardless of a pandemic or not, this, what I'm doing, is going to take my family to the next level. Absolutely. It's not just me. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this because I have a gift. God gave me a gift to make people laugh. Been funny my whole life. And I just know that it's gonna make a way. So regardless of a pandemic, what Migos say, we're gonna turn the pandemic to a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the pandemic, ain't nothing gonna stop this. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just nothing gonna stop this. So I just, like I said, the pandemic just made me work harder and make me, made me think outside the box to get me where I needed to be. And I know it's gonna get my family to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, so you say that you've been funny since you were a kid. All my life. You have siblings? I do, but uh, we are 13 years apart. My parents divorced and they remarried and had kids. So like, yeah, all my siblings, I'm 13 or more years older than them. So you're the, the eldest? I'm the oldest. You're the eldest. Okay, okay. So basically you just had to make everybody laugh on your own. Yeah, my family's funny though, man. My uncles, man, they ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like for real. If anybody knows, like you had to have tough skin to come around my family for one. Oh, talk they don't about it. Mine don't either. They don't. They'll call you baby ugly, man. They don't care. And I think it stemmed from my grandma's side, like yeah, literally. That's, that's what I'm talking about. She, she did that's not hold anything back, and I think sometimes too. I feel like that sometimes because I'll say something and I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Like, yeah. I probably said it the wrong way. I probably offended them, but it was comedy's humor. Yeah, I usually tell people if I offend you, like, honestly, I, I mean, I really don't care. So, um, you have to get to that place <laughs> at, in comedy I mean, I feel now. Like that's, you yeah. Know, the, the cancel culture has just taken away <sighs> our comedians are known for saying the stuff that nobody else nobody wants, to, wants say. to say. Right. Sometimes it will come across a little offensive mm -hmm. or you know what I mean but now we live in this culture where it's like you know you, you really gotta watch what you say honestly this culture has like a tension span of a net they cancel yeah. you one week and then they back on you the next so it's not yeah, it's even that Twitter man yeah that Twitter it's, it's kind of like whoever's pushing Twitter is like oh, let's and see it's crazy with the Twitter crowd anyway you know I'm, I'm older you know I'm almost, I'll be 40 in October so the Ooh, Twitter crowd October when 11 Oh, no, the 10th. Okay. <laughs> but um, the Twitter crowd, what I noticed about them with the canceling and of, uh, but they're also 
big on being like they don't care about how they feel about other people or they talk trash to other people. Yeah. They don't care, you know, I don't I don't care about your feelings and this and that. But as soon as somebody say yep. something that offends them or is wrong, it's like, oh my God, how dare you? Yeah, them trolls. Yeah. And it's just like if you're gonna be an a-hole, be consistent. Because <laughs> I'm a consistent one. I'm yeah. well, see that's, I, I think that's the reality of they just finding something to do because they have nothing else to do. It's yeah, kind of like a pick online. me. Yeah, it's like, let me let me figure out who I want to troll today. I need to, I need yeah. some attention. So I figure I, I think that's how it comes across. Like, okay, yeah. uh, what's next? Yeah, it's definitely a lot. You of wake trolls. up and you you choose violence. <laughs> but see, most of those times, those people are not going to choose violence. That's why they do it behind. You yeah. know what I mean? Twitter and even when you online. even when you click on it, there's no followers, there's no nothing, no picture. It's just kind of oh, yeah, like trolls. Yeah, yeah there, there's sure. a lot of them on TikTok. Yeah. Racist trolls. Oh, absolutely. That don't have actual absolutely. profiles. They got little cartoon pictures, and they say the most meanest things. But that be the ones that be starting the, the cancels and yeah. you know the things that actually affect people who's actually trying to do something yeah. and create. And um, I was listening to Chloe. Um, with her interview, and uh, she was saying that sometimes those comments do affect they can. how you know you think and you feel because you portrayed a certain way, especially when it's negative. Yeah, like how when you get to a point where you know you just all over the place, billboards, on tour, movies, all of this other stuff. Like, how do you feel that would affect you moving forward? Like, is it going to be something that? You know, I'm just trying to, you know, give the world my gift and, you know, push forward through it. Or is it going to be something that'd be like, well, maybe I need to reevaluate because, you know, the, the things with Kevin Hart where he had said some things and he had to take it back. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, Dave Chappelle don't take back shit, which I appreciate. <laughs> I love him for that. Um, it's just how would you feel like maneuvering through those thoughts and comments and the cancel culture? Honestly, I think because I'm older, I will be able to maneuver a lot better because, you know, when you, when you get to a certain age, you just don't care what nobody got to say about you. You really don't. I do think if I did this when I was in my 20s, mm -hmm. it would have been a lot different. It would have been a lot harder. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because people are, are mean. They are rude. I don't look like the average Instagram girl. You know, I'm heavier. You know, so a lot of times people come on there and say mean things or fat girl or, you know, this and that. But I'm going to tell you right now, you come on my page, <laughs> you better be prepared to get fired up. Because the last troll I had, I took a picture from his page and made a whole TikTok. And he went viral. I got you. Um, you, you know what I mean? So, I, I, I mean, like I said, you know, you got to have tough, tough, tough skin, mm -hmm. strong skin. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't worry about what others think about you, man. Because yeah. half of the time, the people that's calling you things and saying mean things to you online, they look like a piece of crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's somebody that's... You know, you don't know what they look like. Sure. Actually, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. And, and honestly, <laughs> how others perceive me and how people feel about me yeah. is not my business. Yeah. It's really not my business. Absolutely. That's that's what you feel about me. Right. I'm not going to live my life for how a stranger, because he said something wrong online, you right. know. But like I said, I do think that comes with age and wisdom and your upbringing, how your people raise you. I was always raised that once you leave out the house, don't nobody give a shit about you. So I take that in into consideration. Right. When I leave outside the house, it's just me against the world. Right. I teach my kids the same thing, because yeah. I don't want no, no punks around here. <laughs> when I say punks, I'm not trying to be offensive. Right. Like you, soft, yeah. like don't want to stand up for themselves right. type of, you know, kids. But yeah, I don't, I don't let that stuff bother me, but I do think it's, you know, I've been around a little longer. I've heard it all. Like I said, I dealt with it in the house. What if it's kind of like the situation with the baby? Like, now it's kind of messing with money. Well, the baby put himself out there like that. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I, I kind of, I'm a jokester, but I do know that I'm here to make people feel good. I'm not here to tear you down. Yeah. So I try not to say nothing too out the way. You know what I mean? You know, like, sometimes I can, I'll, I'll see something and I'll think, like, oh, I'm going to do that there. <laughs> Uh, and then I re rethink, like, rethink, right, yeah. this person don't really know me like that. Yeah. This might really affect them. So I might pull back a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? But if you come for me, I ain't, I ain't holding back. I'm going I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm to stab you. I'm going not, not physically with my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> well, but they put itself out there like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes I think those rappers and stuff, 
you gotta understand, they be drinking, smoking, kicking it before the show. It's yeah, a different right. vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes they not really thinking yeah. before they speak. But I know a lot of men who think the same way he he think. I'm not saying that's correct. Right. But I just know he he didn't think before he, he spoke. Right. With so he he, he, he calls that yeah. on himself. Yeah. Because his platform is way too large. He's a musician. Yeah. It's way too long. And it was unnecessary. It was. It was unnecessary. You could have just said anything. How many of y'all got your own money, got a job, y'all ain't getting your money, yeah. put your lighter up. You ain't had to go there. Yeah. You don't know what you got, sir. <laughs> you you got babies all around you. Who are you to judge? Yeah. And I don't, you know, these rappers, they push, they push women sleeping with women all the time. And that's and the then, thing. And like, y'all want to push gays in the music. That's a, rap about it's it been gay. Like, it's yeah, but been. But it's female on female. Yeah, it's, it's fine. That's not gay. That's, that's, gay, that's acceptable. They gay. They gay too. Like, you talking about gay. And, you know, just right. like a man being with a man, a woman, a woman being, being with a woman, woman. is still stopping a woman in a man relationship. Absolutely. So why you not mad about that? Because that's what they have fun with. And then either way, if a man is gay, like Lil Nas, and let this man mind his business. Yeah. I don't get that about these people. Like, let these people live their life. Gay's been around since the beginning of time, baby. They have. And I don't think they're going nowhere. They're not so like going nowhere. They're in the think... Bible. <laughs> yeah, they, they, the definitely, like, they definitely were. They definitely were. You know, I mean, they talked about band, you know, with, you know, yeah. you know the story. But yeah. otherwise, I mean, it's been around. But the baby put himself out there. Yeah. I try not to do that. <laughs> I try not to get, and I'm not a Twitter person where I just go on there and post all my feelings, so I ain't got to worry about nothing. And see, that's that's another thing, juggling a whole bunch of social media platforms and who needs what and how you want to do it, because I get stuck with that too sometimes Mm -hmm. with being creative and what they will take and what they want, because, you know, Facebook is like the old people gossip station. Twitter is like just everything hits Twitter first. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is. Even with... (laughs) We always asking today, why is R. Kelly trending? <laughs> like, what? What is new about his? He is trending. For what? The same damn thing. These cases. It's like, why is this something that? You know, I don't know who pushing them buttons, but I think that it's just weird. Like, Instagram is all about the hype. It's about who you know. Yeah. Um, TikTok, I think that's the, probably mo- the most organic at this point because you don't know who yeah. you're going to get. It's youthful, though. There's a lot it of, is. A it lot is. of the youth on TikTok. That's why it's a- you're able to get more views and more shares because the youth are the people that's yeah. going to share and do those type of things. Like, you mentioned Facebook. Yeah. They're not re- like, I'll post a video on TikTok and get 100,000 views, post the same video on Facebook and get 83. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? For so, sure. Because also you gotta, like you said, it's an older crowd. Yeah. They care about how people perceive them. Right. And like, I can't repost this. You said a curse word on here. <laughs> my past on my page. <laughs> the people I work with, or yes. you smoking a blunt on yes. here. And you know, I people I work with gonna see this. My kids gonna see this. Even though they post strangers that they don't know doing all those things. Yeah. but. When it's your friends and family, yeah. you know, sometimes I give up on Facebook. I can't even front. But I do feel like when you're in the entertainment industry, you need all forms of social media because it's free promotion. Yeah. You'd be an idiot not to use it. But don't get caught up in the drama with it. People don't look That's at it as thing. it's social yeah. media. Yeah. When you go to a bar, you're socializing with people. Yeah. You don't sit at the bar and tell everybody, hey, my credit bad. Yeah, I'm going to probably run through you and your brother. <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah, don't tell everybody, sure. you, you, you give for people sure. your representative. Right. Because you're socializing. Right. People don't take that when it's online. Absolutely. In social media, you should take it insane. Like, everybody on social media don't they know. Don't. You don't need to go on Facebook. My baby daddy ain't picked up his kids in five months. Don't nobody care. That's why I don't, I don't stay on Facebook because of those it can be, Yeah, it can be draining. Yeah. You know, but I just keep it straight business. I keep it funny. I'm here to spread joy. That's it. But I'm going to use all them social media. Me too. Because it's free. It's free. Like you said. Why not? (laughs) And the more views you get, the more... Look, I'm trying to split this comedy journey in half. Yeah. You know, because you got to think about it. Some of the greats, they didn't have social media. And now they got it. Now they got it. And some of them don't even not use it. And you know what? I follow a lot of them, and I'm like, okay, they behind the curve in some things. I can kind of see where it, but mm-hmm. some of them really don't need it, and some of them kind of do if they trying to stay with the flow of how things go. So, I mean. Like, you know, you need it because, like, yeah. you get more views. Look at somebody like Country Wayne. I saw on The Breakfast Club. He said his very first show doing stand-up, he got paid $3,500. Mm-hmm. 
Why? Because he already had a huge, had a following, huge following and they know they can fill seats. Right. A lot of these people, a lot of internet comedians mm -hmm. are getting booked because of their you following. got 100,000 yeah. followers, you gonna fill these seats. Absolutely. Can they do 30, 45 minutes on stage? That's up in the air. Man, I, I ain't even finna Yeah, because I don't see. But I done seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's multiple ways to yeah, skin a cat. You know absolutely. what I mean? You, you got women that You absolutely. got women who get on stage and get booked more just because they sexy. Yeah. Can't really tell too much jokes. Ain't that ain't funny? Missing, but they look good. But they look good. They look good. You know what I mean? I've dealt in situations where I've met promoters, bookers out of town, and they didn't book me up front, but they booked somebody else because they like the way they look. Mm -hmm. And then they come to their show, and they're like, man, she horrible. Like, can, can we get you now? And then I come there and I kill. Kill it, yeah. I don't hold back, you yeah. know what I mean? I ain't no too cute person. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna tell y'all my truth and y'all gonna relate to it, and it's gonna be funny. But you know, he wanted me to sympathize with him. I'm like, what well, I'm sympathizing with you for? You didn't book for talent. Yeah. You booked because you thought you was going to get something out the deal. <laughs> and you didn't. And you're, that's what I heard most times. Oh, like, man, it's a grimy industry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's a, but it's entertainment. Yeah. Think about hashtag me, too. That stuff yeah. been going on for years. For years, yeah. And entertainment, it just, there's no HR in entertainment, baby. Yeah. It ain't no HR. Which is why I don't feel that's like. that's the case, a lot of people be. But see, that's why I don't feel like, you know, they should single out R. Kelly because I think it's still going on. I nah, think it's a lot of... Nah, nah. I mean, no. I ain't talking about what he didn't do. I'm talking about singling him out because a lot of stuff that he's done, they saying a lot of people still do or have oh, done yeah. because they've said it. They was like the same stuff that, you know, not the feces and the urine, but most of what was going on, you know, them taking underage girls oh, and yeah. doing stuff like that. Like, We've seen the Epstein uh, man, right? I mean, that has been going on since yeah. forever. But, you know, what we don't know, we can't do nothing about it. Not right. So, regardless, if anything, you know, I know a lot of people like, oh, Kelly, what about the parents? It, it was one person in this situation that knew better. And that was R. Kelly. He was an adult. <laughs> right. And he knew better. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. and honestly, he had a good run. He did. He did this for years. You know, R. Kelly came out when I was in middle school. You know what I mean? With your body cut, all that. I was a, I was young. And I used to love him. Everybody he was so fine. Everybody. Who knew I had a chance? At 13. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a chance then. <laughs> R. Kelly, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's already done. I yeah, think, he done. I think he's done. He done. I think he stinks, too. But anyways, I don't know. I just feel like he has a smell about him. <laughs> it, it would look that way. It would definitely appear to be that way. He has a, a stench, yes. Yeah. But you know, whatever you music. do in the dark is going to come to light sooner or later. Every later. single time. It doesn't matter. So those Every people time. who are doing that type of stuff, yeah. you're going to get found out. Yeah. You're going to. And, and plus, karma is horrible. When you know you're doing bad things with people, yeah. it's going, you, you're going to feel it somehow. Some way. Somehow, some way. Oh. All right. Um, before we go on break, um, this is a topic that I got from my viewers on TikTok. Like, we were talking about following, which is my largest viewing. And we talk a lot about relationships and dating. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to, I guess, veer on what's a mandate, uh, meaning monogamy versus polygamy. Like, is polygamy the supposed way of doing things and we're forcing monogamy? Or is it just, you know, now something that's becoming more relevant because of, you know, everything's, you can do whatever you, you want to do, do now. I think that's what it is. I think people are more accepting to what they really want to do mm. you know in the past and with older generations they are very stuck on tradition and this is how things are supposed to be right. whereas this new generation and newer people are like nah that's not what i'm on <laughs> you know and and i feel like i feel like honestly with you know monogamy and polygamy i feel like what's best for you and your partner is what you should do some people, um, you know, I've heard have great relationships where they date outside of their marriage, mm -hmm. or they have open relationships, or polygamists, and, and they and they are thriving. Right. More than I know people that are on a one-on-one -on -one relationship, 
you know, that's just sitting in the house like, where is my coat? I'm ready to get a thought. You know what yeah. I mean? Because in a lot of times in monogamous relationships, they're bored. Yeah. It's not about them falling out of love with you. You've been with this person 20 plus years. Keep trying to give me the side meat. <laughs> well, we just laying on our side. Sometimes it's like, you know, I just want a little adventure, but I do feel like all parties should always be honest. Yes. You know what I mean? I feel like in the past, a lot of people have always just, you know, lied I, and made it seem like they're just with you I when think they're dating that's, others. that's where my issue, it comes in because I don't mind polygamy. You do what you want to do, like you said, but the point is all parties need to know what's going on. Be honest. And a lot of men though they want to be they want to be polygamous, and but they don't want you to. Right, and they and don't want to let that, you, you go either. Kind of stupid. And they don't want to let you go either. Okay, well, I'm gone. But see, that's the thing about it. It's like that's why they don't say nothing because they want to keep you, but they want to still be able to do what they do. Yeah, instead I mean, of having that selfish. conversation. Yeah, that's selfish, and I'm not with it. Me neither. I'm not, ain't gonna be no one-side polygamy relationship. <laughs> what? You do you what I do. Out here doing you. We do it. <laughs> Yeah, we got, I'm gonna have some fun too. I'm supposed to just be sitting at home while you on your other date. Ooh. You must be some kind of stupid, but it's a woman that be, yeah, that's down to do that. Do it, yeah. You know, sometimes men have us so, so crazy. I was watching Love and Hip Hop the other night. And, and just to see, it was just one episode with this girl. She's a rapper and she's so in love with this guy or just really in like with this guy. And he tells her straight up, I love talking to you. I love being yes, around you. I saw I love that. having sex with you. But we should just keep it at keep that. It at that. Yeah. Meanwhile, he has a see-through purse on his arm yeah. and he calls himself Wap Bag and you crying. Yeah. We got to be some kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. You know what I mean? It happens. And, but but nah. I, I feel like also too, it's because of how our standards are now. Mm -hmm. Because that is a part of us that we feel like in order for us to have some head in the game, we have to be able to be like flexible when it comes to what's required and what's desired. Yeah, a lot of women are settling. Yeah, yeah. Settling, yeah. you know, and dealing with people, you know, just running them through the mud, you know, and just to say they got somebody. Yeah, don't but settle. You, know. <laughs> you deserve more, deserve more, you know, don't rush it. Yeah. You know? Being with somebody in happiness is like a butterfly. You chase it, you ain't never gonna catch it. Let it come to you and sit on your shoulder. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, we are going to go on break. When we come back, we'll have some more of Comedian Randy's Bye. You feeling the show yet? Don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, and share the episodes. All Out Necessity will be right back. All right, guys, we are back. Um, so, Miss Comedian Randy Sky, um, you've been in Atlanta for almost two years now. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> quit your job after 12 years. Mm -hmm. you cut that uh, 401k and that retirement short <laughs> to live out your dream like everybody else do. It's either Atlanta or Hollywood. Yeah. You know? It's the black Hollywood, though. Uh, absolutely. And you know, they moving to Atlanta. Yeah, more and more. They are. A lot I mean, of people are moving to Atlanta. I think it's real estate, LA. too. They don't, don't want to be honest. You know, you can get a $350,000 house that is the same size dimensions, but in LA, That's it might truth. cost you a million. I have family in They yeah. moved back to South Carolina because of that. Absolutely. Got big old houses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I was looking at um, house. I'm like, wait a minute. How much is that? Yeah. That's it? Yeah, many wow. mansions. <laughs> right, right. So, um, looking at a lot of what you do in comedy, um, do you roast? If I need to. Yeah. So, I don't like to, but I will. So it's like kind of heckler situation where it's I've like, had a heckler once. Just once? Just once. Oh, you good. I got it recorded. Y'all see the video after. <laughs> Please I do. <laughs> So how is that? How is heckle me and I got the microphone. Can't okay, nobody hear you. <laughs> so I go to uh, comedy clubs a lot, and I see, you know, when it's that opportunity for the heckle to just jump out, at, whether it's a man or woman. Mm -hmm. But how is it more? Um, is it more offensive as a, a stand-up as a female, or is it just? Oh, I'm just gonna show you what I'm about, and you gonna shut up and finish listen to the rest of the show. Like, how do you feel like it's a disrespect, or? Yeah, I mean, of course it's disrespectful, because the majority of the time, those people that are heckling, they think they're funnier than you, so they think they can, you know, do what you do, you know. And I notice also, you know, not to do a race divide. <laughs> 
Oh boy, you know, we, we some of the hardest to please, for one. You know, we don't take shit. Sure. You know, and I notice, like, if I ever tell a white person, like, I'm a stand up comedian, they like, oh, wow, that's amazing. You call me wow. When I tell somebody black that, they like, oh, word, you ain't funnier than me. <laughs> you made me laugh. That's but the Pookie member laughed at some of their jokes yeah, while they were you, smoking weed. And okay. <laughs> you can be funny on the porch with all your family. Right. It's a totally different ballgame when you're in front of a bunch of strangers. Girl. I mean, it, it is, but when it comes to heckling, it is disrespectful because you're here for a comedy show, but you won't shut up. A lot of times hecklers are drunk yeah. and they just can't keep still no more and can't keep quiet. So, you know, that happens. Um, but yeah, you heckle me, I'm going to put you in place to the point where ain't nobody going to heckle me for the rest of the night. I'm going to guarantee that. My mouth is so slick, I don't hold back. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, where I'm from, I'm, like, it's just... We used to popping off at the mouth. Like I've, I've seen some ratings really take somebody. <laughs> I think it's you know, but it is disrespectful. But you just gotta know how to handle it, and you gotta know how to shut it up. A part of you being on that stage is you're in control. Yeah. You better learn how to take it, or somebody else is gonna take it. Yeah. For sure. Suck it up, Buttercup. Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, who do you do you? listen to other comedians now like who are some of the icons that you consider people who have helped your career in regards to whatever they did what you saw what they contributed like who are some of your people who you watch well stand-up wise I mean I'm real old school when it comes to people that I like looked up look up to you know like I mean Martin Lawrence uh you know of course Richard Pryor and Bernie Mac, Kings of Comedy. I'm I'm more so on that spectrum. Um, I don't do really political comedy or nothing like that. Or I'm not trying to fit in that spectrum. I can only talk to you what I what I go through. Yeah. And that's why I really like you know people like Martin and this and that. When they did they stand up, they they told their story. Real, yeah. You know Bernie Mac told their stories. Right. And a lot of times you know I feel like so many people get caught up. So many comics get caught up in the whole trying to. Crossover, trying to, you know, they, the Netflix special, which is the bomb. You should want to get the Netflix special, but don't change yourself. But sometimes it, that's what they expect when you that's get on those expect. platforms. But guess what? Guess what? When I mentioned Bernie Mac, hell, even the DC Young Flies, Carlos Millers, and this and that, yeah. who got them on? Us. Yeah. Us. Who is their main audience? Us. It's black people. Kings of comedy. They didn't crossover, and they all got sitcoms on major networks. But it was at a different time. Too. It was at a different time. Yeah. It was definitely at a different time. All I'm saying is, work hard, be yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't try to. I, I feel like I'm funny on any stage, black, white, urban, non-urban, wherever. If you're funny, you're funny. Yeah. It don't matter if the crowd is white, pink, purple, or blue. Right. It really doesn't matter. Right. You know. Because I know uh, sometimes in Atlanta, they try to box me into just the urban comedy crowd. But they don't know. I came from Comedy Zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just did Zany's all-white crowd and smash. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're funny, you're funny. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can spend your time trying to cross over and, and fit in with these people. I'm going to go with who love me. Yeah. Period. God got a plan for me. And I don't care what color you are. You're going to accept it. If you don't, then I ain't for you. Right. But I'm not going to stress myself out trying to put myself in a certain box or trying to cross over to get me here and to get me there. If you're doing everything with passion and love and you're doing it right, you're going to get where you need to be. You know? I Absolutely. mean, that's how that's how I look at it. Now, I, ain't, I ain't about to cross over. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just going to be funny. And who want to work with me and you want to give me a try, then I'm going to do that. But as for watching comics, I'm old school. I like those people that I named. Um, there are some new comics that, you know, I've been watching some new cats. And they're not black, you know what I mean? Like, what's his name? Sebastian Manesco on. You ever heard of him? I haven't. Oh man, watch his Netflix. This guy is hilarious. He's an Italian little dude. He's been really? doing this for years. But this man, like, funny all the really? way through. But he talks about his life. Yeah. You know, but it's funny all to, all over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter right. the race, the age, or not. Like, I watched one of his stand ups with my 12 year old son in the car while we were traveling. He was dying last Yeah. Uh, I think her name is Tig Nataro. She got a new special on HBO, which I thought was cool because instead of, it's, it's her audio from stand-up, mm -hmm. but it's cartoon. 
Oh. I thought that was really dope. Yeah. I thought it made the joke stand out more because you're actually seeing the cartoon, seeing the cartoon. doing the joke, but you're still hearing. Yeah. And it, you know, the stand-up, the crowd was still cartooning and all. It was still right. a crowd and everything. So I mean, like, I'm, I'm watching new stuff like that. Yeah. You know, trying to, but sometimes you can't watch too much stand-up when you're a stand-up artist because it can kind of cloud you. And then, you know, next thing you know, you, you kind of doing jokes, kind of like what this person right. is saying. You don't want to get caught up in that. Right. You know, so sometimes, just kind of like music. You don't want to, if you do music, you don't want to, you know, listen to too much of somebody else. And right. then you come out sounding like, sounding like them. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, I, those are a few new, new people that, um, but of course, I like, you know, the new, like, I love 85 South Show. DC yeah. Young Fly, Larry. Yeah, Larry. They're naturally funny. He's the, and that's the thing, like. <laughs> Carlos Mello. Great stand-up comic, like he's hilarious. Like, yeah, I'm down with him. Some yeah. of those new cats, and there's a lot of people in Atlanta that I, I really like that are hilarious. You right. know what I mean? A right. bunch of them. So. so, are you feeling any competition with the female com comedians? Like, is there kind of like a dog eat dog world where it's like, I should have been booked here and somebody else was booked? Because I, I hear that a lot. Yeah. And I remember the conversation, because I was on the stage twice. I remember the conversation was, before I got on the stage the second time, it was, well, you ain't doing what I'm doing, so we good. But then once that time came, it was like, nothing. Yeah, you gotta block that stuff out, man. That's just negative energy, honestly. Cause like, I feel like, can't nobody close no door that God got open for me. Yeah. Ain't no competition, I'm my biggest competition. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm here for any female that's doing something that they want to do with their life. Right. I'm not in competition with you. Right. I'm, my, my job is to get out here and make these people laugh. Right. Not to compete with you. This ain't Absolutely. no race. I remember when I first met you, it was like, you, you getting up? I was like, yeah, no. like, get up, do you, be funny. <laughs> and plus, it ain't no, ain't no competition with me with a female comment, because guess what? I'm a comedian. Yeah. Comedian, not 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 just female. Yeah. If I'm gonna be in competition with a woman, I'm gonna be in competition with a dude yes. too, because I'm just as funny as them. Right. Real talk. Right. But I ain't in competition with nobody. Right. Can't nobody stop what God got coming my way. My biggest competition is myself. I wish all these female comedians out here nothing but love. I always show nothing but love and respect. Now if you got a little nasty attitude about you, I'm stay away. You know, but I'm still wish you nothing but blessing. Yeah. That's just the type of vibe I am. I'm, I'm a positive vibe gal. You know what I mean? Like, I done been through a lot. You know, I done been canceled before. I got a purpose here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time to be worried about who who, who, who competing with me. I'm already at the finish line with the flag wave. All right, Shakara. My own competition? Yes. Can't nobody stop this but me. Absolutely. Seriously. Absolutely. So, do you like to teach? Hell no. <laughs> you see me trying to help my kids, they homework. Nah, I don't do it no more. My blood pressure gets too high, I get to cussing them out. And, mm -mm. I asked because you came up with the um, the random black facts videos. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know how that came across. Like, were you just sitting like, maybe that would be a good idea to try to teach. Yeah, really good weed. Um, <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> you know, it was just zoned out one day. I don't know, I was just watching, like, like I said, I'm into the old school. I'm old yeah, school. Yeah. You know, and then I, I think the first one I did was the MC Hammer pumps in the bump. <laughs> I just, like, we happened to have been watching. I went, I went home one weekend. We happened to have just been watching some old Hammer videos on YouTube, dying, laughing, like, yo, this dude was wildin'. Right. You know, he, like, pumps in a bump. Because <laughs> one point, he just screamed in the song. We like the pump, pump, pump. Like, wait a minute, dude. <laughs> You on a speed, you you got on a speedo rapping on a rock? <laughs> this is history. Nobody's doing this. And I was just like, you know, I'm about to just record this video, do a oh green screen. And I did the fact, and it, it everybody was like, yo, this is genius. So I just was like, hell, I gotta find one every month. I mean, yeah, every day. Every I did day. one every day for the month of February. Oh, every okay. single day I did one. Um, and it was crazy because even some of the artists, like I know JJ Fad, they redid, they did a duet on TikTok, you know, because yeah. I gave them the Black History Fact because they, what, rapped a verse with no words, <laughs> a whole verse. Like, you ain't say no words, you know? So, I mean, it was pretty cool, but there were some people that didn't, didn't think it was cool. There was one rapper that said I dissed him. I'm like, yo, you was trending in 2021. Relax. Right, <laughs> because day. of... <laughs> the day. Like, you, you had one song. Right. <laughs> Relax. And I'm paying homage. I'm paying homage, yeah. but I'm doing it in a funny way. 
You know what I mean? Because I'm a comedian. I, I'm not just about so to give y'all ramp. You know, yeah. just you know, we already know about Harry Tubman. <laughs> we need to know about Hammer rapping with a speedo on a rock. The youth don't know. Right, right. The youth don't know. <laughs> You know? I mean, we can look at some stuff like just two, three years ago and see some crazy stuff because it's kind of like reinventing the wheel. It's just in a new generation exactly. and a new time. Like, exactly. They always doing something where it's like, huh, okay, Michael did it this way. Let me, who just redid Thriller in their video? Somebody redid Thriller. It was a portion of a Thriller oh, dance yes. that they redid. Um, and it was like, I can't, I can't remember who it was. So it was an artist. No, this was recent, like mm -hmm. this year maybe. Oh wow. Yeah, it was a good portion of the Thriller dance, but it was kind of a different, but it was, everybody knew it was Thriller, like. Yeah, well you know, the youth, they, they're constantly taking from us. They, they're dressing like the 90s now, the baggy jeans. Like that's us. That, that's what well, I can't say us. Me, <laughs> you know, you younger, <laughs> but you know uh, what I mean. It's, it's the older crowd. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but they're infatuated with the nineties. Yeah. Look at the hairstyles. They bring in the swoop with the pink curl ponytail. Look at the WAP video. I think that was swoop, all nineties, bro. I don't, I don't think they really wanted to bring the swoop back. It's I back, think baby. They, they had to bring the swoop back. It's back. The long nails. <laughs> the nails the, definitely. That, that's all. The nails. The culture. The man. bamboo earrings. Well, yeah. fashion evolves. Absolutely. You know, fashion evolves, but yeah, I mean, the 90s, all that stuff, yeah. but I just do feel like, you know, it's a lot of stuff that the youth, you know, the younger people don't know about yeah. that influence our culture now. Absolutely. So that's why I did the black, random black history facts and kept it funny, you yeah. know what I mean? I know everybody was like, how'd you get an outfit for every video? Child, half of them videos, I ain't had no pants on. <laughs> so, <laughs> I made it work. I'm gonna tell you, that, that be the crazy shit. They don't know what's going on behind the, the camera. When you cut off and it's like, man, I, I'm not even matching. I got on some. I had two wigs. I just <laughs> threw them around every time. I was like, I'm gonna just wear this one to the front. I'm gonna wear this one to the back. You know what I mean? Like the Mary J. Blige wig I did. That was a mullet wig. Same wig I did with Tiger King. Just turned it around and made it look like a flip. Like, you gotta make things work. <laughs> I want to say, it's like I like two wigs. Now since I've been doing those videos, though, honestly, friends have been sending me their old wigs. So now I got like ten, I, ten old wigs. Like yeah, and you could have just called me, honey. Okay, I was I'm still taking wigs. If anybody got wigs, you want to do like bags, <laughs> honey? Okay, bring them, bring them, send them my way. I do some videos. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so the last thing we're gonna do, I always like to do something fun with my guests, and okay. I brought up the black random facts, uh, the random black facts, because I wanted to do something with you. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, I think we have three, but I'm gonna do two. Okay. I just wanted to be fun. Something to do it. That we could do. So, I don't know what we're gonna call it. And we'll call it something. Okay. We'll figure it out. But. <laughs> All right, so this is um, music category. Okay. Who were the artists mentioned in Kanye and Jamie's song, Slow Jam? Okay, Michael Jackson. That's one. Right? Yes. Think about the... Tito Jackson? <laughs> Didn't you say that? I got light-skinned chicks that look Tito. like Mike Jackson. Or was it Jermaine Jackson? Maybe he said it was a dark skin one that looked like another Jackson. I, I thought it was, let me see. See, I'm giving you a fact now. Yeah, because I, I don't know which got one of the Jackson. Got a light chick look like Michael Jackson. Got a dark skin chick that looked like... Jermaine. It had to be Jermaine. It was Jermaine. Because it, it didn't sound like Tito. It might be, because he probably oh, was talking about the old one. The old he probably was talking been, about the old mic. Been, been, okay. He was talking about the so old mic. another so. one. It's another, okay. Because I only remember one mic, but... Well, I said Michael Jackson. Mike, and then, and then remember the hook. Remember the hook. Now you say remember the hook, I can't even think of it. <laughs> she said she wants some good. Oh, yeah. Some Luther Vandross. A little Juanita. <laughs> definitely get this party started right. That gave you three. You told me two. Michael Jackson. No, there's more. Luther, Anita. There's more. Man, I didn't know you had won all the songs now. No, just. <laughs> This, these Who are I'm black missing? facts people need to know. And this is... So how many am I missing? You're missing one, two, three. Three more names? Yeah. Three more artists that are named, called out in this song. Mm -hmm. Other than the three I named. Mm -hmm. 
No, it's actually it's four because you did, you never said the fourth one. You, I think you skipped over that one. Cause you said Michael, Anita, and Luther. What's the first one? If you if you think of the first one, you'll know the other ones. She says she wants them. I can't think of them. Oh, up all your time. <laughs> Listen, okay, I'm gonna give you that one, Come and on, then you gotta Google, finish Google, the rest. Google. Hey Siri, <laughs> you can't Google it. Okay, so the first one was Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Okay, you're right. You're right. The Mar it was Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, a little Anita, and then she said she wants some. I said Luther already. Yeah, that was in the first part of it. <laughs> Sing it. <laughs> Ready for the world? Oh, come on. Like, that was, yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Why wouldn't you have gotten that? I know who that is, but I just didn't. I, okay, what's I wasn't the next one? I not about that at all. What's the next one? It's another one? It's two more. <laughs> this is like one of those jumps. Like, why Why don't you know that? I don't know, because I'm on the spot. That's why. That's, That's why. probably why. That's probably why I can't think on the spot. I tell you, I smoke weed. Oh. <laughs> my, my, my short memory. Okay. I'm, I'm she says she wants some ready for the world, some. <laughs> they trying to get you the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They trying to get you the No, when you was in class. Right. Like. Yeah, give, me the, give me the first one. New. New edition. Right? And Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that documentary was good. Though. It was good. They Man, made Bobby made Brown look cry. like they made Whitney look like they made Bobby look like a child of God. Uh, listen, that's why I was crying because I was like, he went through so much. Why she put him through that? <laughs> but you always heard Whitney was the one that was on that coke first because you know she was a model, supermodel before singing, and we know. But. But you still got one. Still got one. A new edition. Boys and men, they was in there. No. No. Man, I done got 90% right, Sean. No. All right, the last one was Minnie Rippleton. Oh, yeah. He did say that. Yeah. You got me. See, I was thinking about the verse. That's why I said the Michael Jackson part. I know. That's why I said the hook. You gotta think I about the song. Hey, right. man. Yeah. Now people not gonna believe my black history facts and get questions wrong. <laughs> It's okay. Okay, hold on. I'm okay. getting the next one right, though. Okay, this one go. is not about music, but um, this one is about inventions. How about okay. that? Okay. Hopefully you know this one. All right, Miss um, Mary Beatrice Davidson Kenner, black woman, way back in the day. She created one of these. Okay. Crock pot. Salon sit under hair dryer. The moisture-proof pocket napkin, the adjustable seat belt. Ooh. I'm happy. <laughs> can, can I call a friend? <laughs> call a friend, dollar friend. <laughs> can we get the 50 50? Uh -huh. <laughs> Let's see. Was it the. What's her name again? Mary Beatrice Davidson Kenner. All right. With the seat belt? No, the dryer. Air dryer. No. Oh, damn. <laughs> so I know two of them ain't it. What's the other option? Um, you said seat belt, hair dryer. Um, the crock pot and the moisture proof pocket napkin. The napkin. Is it the she napkin? did. Okay. She did. I know she ain't invent no crock pot. Yes. And they actually did not take her invention because she was black. What year first. was this? When was this? It was back in the day, 1920s. Okay, well, you um, taught me something new today. I didn't know that. Listen, I, when I, I looked I it up, I was like, I oh, about wow. that, though. You know, because we see a lot of these pocket napkins and, they, you know, everybody wearing but we just never knew. Yeah, so, okay. That was interesting. Was oh, another fact about that, because I wanted to mention that, she also invented the attachment for the toilet paper holder. Okay. Yeah. yeah stuff right. we needed. Right, you know. Stuff we needed. Stuff we needed, that's what I'm saying. There's probably so much stuff black people invented that didn't get, you we, know, we've we been did. through so much. We did. We invented the pyramid. <laughs> we invented life. Either them or the aliens from Transformers, because that's what I believe, you know. Not the aliens, <laughs> Lord Jesus. I mean, hey. That's how I know you're a Libra, you're thinking too much. 
All right, last one. All right, black jazz singer Esther Jones. Um, what inspired which female character? Jessica Rabbit, Princess Allura from Voltron, Betty Boop, Princess Jasmine from Aladdin. I'm gonna say Betty Boop. Yes, you got it, yes! She was Baby Esther in Harlem's yep. comedy, uh, comedy, Cotton Club. Yep. So, yeah, ain't no white girl had all that butt, like, Betty, or lips. Betty Boop had a body. Now. Or lips. And Look, yeah, Betty Boop, one thing about Betty Boop, she had the body before the BBL. Listen. No, that had to be, came from a She school. had the lips, she had the body, uh, she had the moves, and she, and she had baby hair, pink curls, what? I, I was gonna, I was gonna was say the pink curls. I you knew that was us, curls. nobody else had that. Nobody. That was us. Cause they had pink curl, remember? <laughs> And they ain't had no perm, man. They, they perm they, made their hair curl. Right, right. And our perm make our straight. Yeah. And well, you can eat it if it's real. Man. Is <laughs> that real? My mom used to do hair so I know. I know. Listen, my mom made me stay up one night. She's like, make sure you stay up and order me. So, bruh. Oh and she had used that, that stuff on my head, funny. too. Thank God I didn't bald. Thank God none of us, well, some people did. Some people did. Some people did get affected. It was the people who ate it, too. <laughs> we got to look up there. We gotta look up there. Where are they now? <laughs> People done died oh behind a perm. Lord Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Girl, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for stopping by all our Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been fun, man. I know. I'm going to have to have you back, of course. Yeah. Um, I just want you to go out there do your thing. Um, you know you got my support for whatever. I'll thank be you. tuning in to whatever shows, whatever you need. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, man. Of I really course. appreciate this. This has been amazing. Keep doing this. I love this. Thank I love everything you. that you're doing. I love your videos, all of that. You're such a pleasure to look at, for one. Oh so, gosh. that's a pleasure. Thank you. I'm not gay. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I didn't think so, but if you were, I'd still take it as a compliment. So, <laughs> I don't discriminate. You know, some women be like, what does she mean I look good? I just love giving people compliments. Uh -huh. Beautiful inside and out. I'm thankful that you had me here. This is dope. Thank you. All right, guys, thank you so much. Don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of All Out Necessity. Bye. So listen, make sure you stay tuned in every Monday to All Out Necessity, giving you love, life, and entertainment, because guess what? <laughs> it's all out now, baby. <laughs>